I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Weiss, your professional coach, making sure your life is no less than spectacular. I'm here with David Bush. Hi, David. Hi, Jody. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to this uh, chat. Let me tell you something about David. David pursued a professional football career, landing a starting role with the Iowa Barnstormers of the Arena Football League in Des Moines, Iowa. After four years of playing professional football and two trips to the World Championship game, David entered the world of mortgage banking and quickly became a top producing mortgage consultant and business owner of a regional mortgage brokerage. After 10 years in mortgage banking, David ventured into the world of peak performance coaching and began coaching entrepreneurs to live their dreams and change their world. He now leads a team of certified coaches who coach thousands of individuals. He is a highly sought after speaker who motivates and inspires audiences with success stories of transformation and strategies that lead to extraordinary success and significance. Wow, David, that is quite a journey. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know, know if I could have written a better introduction myself. That sounded pretty good, Jody. I think that was just all from the heart. <laughs> well, there's plenty of heart in there. When I hear a story about that, and when I hear that an individual has really, you know, had quite the journey. Um, so, you know, football, you seem like a very positive guy can do. Have you always been that way? Has your mindset always been in that direction of positivity? Yeah, you know, I grew up in a family where, um, you know, we were always in the the four wheel university. My, my dad was always listening to motivational presentations mm. or sermons or other types of things. I mean, he really got he really bought into the idea of um, putting cassette tapes in his car rather than listening to the radio. Uh, and so I, you know, from a very young age, I kind of grew up with the idea that one day I would maybe be a motivational speaker, coach. And I mean, at the time, I didn't realize what coaching was, but, mm. you know, being a person of personal development, I thought would be kind of where my area of expertise would lie. But I didn't really know the journey on how I would get there. I just knew that I was passionate about playing football. So Football was my first opportunity to live an extraordinary life and go after a dream and change my world. And it has a big part of my story, a big part of my life circumstances and where it's led me. And uh, yeah, that led into the mortgage industry. And then the mortgage industry led me into an opportunity where I could begin coaching entrepreneurs and executives, top sales mm. executives on how to design and live extraordinary lives and generate extraordinary results. And uh, yeah, made the jump. No formal uh, 
no formal training or or anything else, just constantly being a success student and mm -hmm. really studying the process of extraordinary living and what that may look like from a physical, mental, financial perspective. And I was just so interested in it, Jody. I, I mm -hmm. didn't really necessarily have it all figured out myself, but I had learned more than the average person. And if you look up the word extraordinary, you find that extraordinary is going above and beyond what's usual, regular, and customary. I like Exceptional that. Exceptional to a very marked to a very marked extent. So a lot of people think of extraordinary living as being something that's like opulent wealth, power, privilege, mm. you know, yeah. boats, planes, trains, cars, and all that kind of stuff. But in reality, it's just going above and beyond what's usual, regular, and customary in your life or in the lives of those around you. And so I did that in many different capacities in my life, and then I wanted to give it back to other people. So. Now I kind of consider myself, I live in the heartland of Iowa, and I consider myself to be a, a healthy leader farmer, <laughs> where I basically <laughs> am uh, growing healthy leaders, just one healthy lifestyle habit, healthy uh, uh, actions, and just moving people towards the life that they've always wanted. That's great. And I'm, you know, playing football, doing so well in football, you know, I can just see you getting uh, you know, the steps along the way. Do you, do you think that that was the case in football or was it more in the mortgage industry? Because the mortgage industry can also be positive, but it can also be challenging. Yeah, I think that we can learn um, extraordinary principles in nearly every capacity, every area of life. Doesn't make a difference where you are in the world. I mean, uh, you being um, in San Francisco, uh, being a bass guitarist, there's things <laughs> in mastery of um, becoming a, a a great or an extraordinary bass guitarist that you could say there's principles, right? Right. And yeah. the number one principle is learning, practicing, failing, right? There's just some standard things that you would go along with. I mean, yes, there's certain people that have an ear for, you know, I, I never really had it, an ear for mu uh, music. It was never really the thing that I remember. I remember going to a guitar lesson, literally, and my guitar teacher, after a couple of lessons, said, you know, have you ever been tested for being tone deaf oh, no. and I was like I didn't know it was that bad but um, you know just it didn't come naturally football was something that I was naturally good at um, yeah. it was just good. something where I was better than most other people around me and I was bigger faster stronger than most other kids in mm. my class so that became part of my purpose um, and I think that it was partly family driven. You know, I've learned that, um, and maybe you've seen this in your work as well, but I've found that, you know, there's three levels of belief and you can kind of think of it as a triangle. And the base level are the thoughts and the beliefs that are implanted into you yeah. based upon where you were born and the family that you were um, given, whether that be by choice or by other people's choices. Um, and then there's the ones that you're imprinted upon. And, and a lot of my early belief system was based upon things that were imprinted and implanted in me based upon my family, my friends, my grandfather was a football player, my dad was a football player. So there was a lot of this expectation of, well, David would be a football player too. Yeah. And that was okay with me. It wasn't against my will. It was just something that I recognized It became part of my identity and that was one of the things that I had to learn to shift from is to shift from beyond what other people thought I was 
to do what was really passionate in my heart. And nobody really said, nobody said to me, David, you're a motivational speaker and you're a coach. That was something that I had to come to myself. Well, how, you know, yeah, it is, we are definitely given um, our rules, our beliefs, you know, our, our thoughts, the way, this is the way things are going to be. This is who you're going to grow up to be way early on. Um, how did you manage to start shifting away from that? Because when I've worked with people, it's really ingrained and it's almost foreign to do something different than what they're expected to do. Yeah. Well, I think that the the final portion of that triangle, there's the imprinted or the implanted beliefs, which are mm-hmm. the ones that are given to you from a very young age. And then there's the imprinted ones that are through your life exer- experiences. Um, and then there's also the inspired beliefs. And I think that that's where a lot of people miss is that, you know, um, I love the the quote from Mark Twain that says, you know, it's not what we know that gets us into trouble. It's the things that we know for absolute certain that just aren't so. Mm, and yeah, I think that mm. there's a lot of people out there that live in the world of implanted and imprinted beliefs. They allow other people to dictate to them who they are. And, you know, it, it's what we think of ourselves dictates what we do. And if what we think of ourselves is based upon a whole bunch of other people's opinions and uh, information that's not accurate to our heart, then it's going to come into conflict. And so the inspired beliefs, you know, I think that it comes from five main things. And these are the things that I encourage people to go through. One of them is, um, what are you watching? Hmm. You know, what you watch can lead to inspirational thoughts about who you really want to be, what you want to do, what you want to um, achieve, things that are on your heart that maybe need to be awakened in you. Um, The next one is what can you listen to? Obviously podcasts like, you know, your spectacular life. Um, That stuff is going to be something that you need to remunerate on that and renew your mind with those principles and even become awakened to how other people have found it. And then I think that you have to read Um, Not everybody's a a, a reading learner, but that's something that I challenge myself with. I think you need to write and journal. And I think that you need to converse with Mm. other people because, you know, if you look at the pyramid cone of learning, you know, most of the learning comes in the doing and in the conversing and the digesting and talking about it, because um, I found that, you know, people do what people do. So if, you have learned to play the bass guitar at an extraordinary level and you didn't know how to play bass guitar before i could use your story as an awakening inspired thought to me and a belief system that hey if jody can do it why can't i do it you know jody could learn tech i could learn tech and so so much of it has to do with the power of association and who we surround ourselves with but it's also what we're choosing to consume yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and thank you for doing your homework. I'm hearing uh, you've been uh, catching up on some parts of my life. I love that. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it really is what is in our mind will manifest what is in our life. And, um, you know, it, it's who we're influenced with, who we're inspired by, who are we learning? Are we not learning? Are we stuck? Are we not stuck. So on that topic of stuckness, um, 
you know, why do people fail to not reach the goals, the inspiration, the dreams that are in their hearts? Yeah, I think that uh, the main reason why most people fail is because they oftentimes never sat down to listen to the, what was on their heart. Um, I think that many people fail just by oversight. They, they didn't even know that it was possible. They didn't know they were capable of it. So I think that there's the majority of people that fail because they're just not listening to their calling. They're not around people that are engaged in their dreams. They're not um, you know, willing to learn more, watch more. They're, they're basically just in, entertaining themselves. They're scrolling mm -hmm. through and entertaining themselves with other people's lives rather than choosing to live their own spectacular or extraordinary life. Yeah. So, so that would be the first yeah, how part. How do you pull people out of that? Because I agree, there's a level of mediocrity and just, you know, going with the flow and, not really challenging yourself or not really thinking about where do I want to be in six months, a year, five years? So how do you get them motivated to start on that path for themselves? Yeah, well, I think that uh, each and every one of us, I feel, has been um, designed on purpose for a purpose. And so I think that part of that is our calling. I mean, you're calling, Jody, to help people to design their spectacular life. Um, that's something that should put you out in your um, growth zone where you're uncomfortable. You're not in your comfort zone because it's been your calling to help people to live their, their spectacular life. Um, so I do think that part of it has to do with, you know, the leaders, the ones that have been called, the ones that have this awakening, it's their opportunity to awaken others. Um, and that lives, that creates not only a change in our world and our own significance and our success, but it creates a ripple effect. And, you know, there's a, there's a quote by David, Henry David Thoreau that says the mass of men and women will live lives of quiet desperation. Um, and that's the reality is that there's a lot of people that are just going to live an ordinary life. Mm -hmm. And it's not that that's not bad for them. Mm -hmm. They're actually okay with that. Um, but where it's bad is when a person that knows that they have a calling, they have something inside of them that's calling like an alarm clock or like a wake up call. You remember back in the day when we had wake up calls before <laughs> the alarms and phones. But, you know, there's something that's been calling them and maybe they've been putting a pillow over their ears and they've been kind of sleepwalking through life or they're sleeping in because they're comfortable, mm. um, but they're going to die with that calling inside of them, which is going to leave them with a lot of regrets. So I think that the the, the people that are truly um, desiring to live a spectacular, extraordinary life, those are the ones that need to seek, knock, ask. Those are the ones that need to read, watch, listen, write, journal, talk to people about it, because that's how they're going to become awaken to the fact that the entire time they could do it all mm. they had to do was to get into action and finding other people that were doing it because success leaves clues right right i like i like the fact um get into action i mean i i work with and i'm sure you do too people have all these dreams and wishes but until they actually figure out how to put that into action making an action plan, figuring out, you know, breaking those down into small steps. What am I going to do today for the week, for the month, et cetera? That, 
they will not they will not be on the path or even get to measure hey how did i do this week what got in the way of me you know moving forward so i love i love the fact that you talked about the action plan what are other other things other tools or habits that you recommend that people yeah. can again get out of this reverie measure themselves and um, continue to have the motivation to live their extraordinary dreams. Yeah. Well, the, in the book I, I wrote, um, Live an Extraordinary Life, and the Extraordinary Life Planner, I broke it into six habits. And they it's basically an acronym for the word leader, because I mm. do think that anyone that is pursuing an extraordinary life, to whatever they define it as, is a leader compared to the people that aren't, right? So the very first um, habit is um, L, and that's to live your calling. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual calling. It could be more of a, a personal calling. There are mm -hmm. certain things that you have a heart for. There are certain things that break your heart. There are certain things that heal your heart. There's maybe a group of people that you are desiring to serve. I know that there's certain people that I feel a desire to help. That's just an, it's kind of an innate calling that I just feel led to. Um, other people, they may have had somebody in their life call them. You know, I was called to play football by family members. That was not something that I had this internal calling. It was, I liked the idea that I could be recognized for doing well. I enjoyed the sport. And it was something that I felt called to live it out because mm. it gave me an opportunity to be successful and to do things that I wanted to do in life, like travel and be on a competitive environment or a team. So the very first one is to live your calling. And the only way that you're going to discover your true calling, if some people are saying, well, I don't really feel like I have a calling, um, it may be where you've buried the noise. Just like I talked about putting the pillow over your ears when the wake up call comes, hmm. you can avoid the calling or it may be such a faint ring that you have a hard time hearing it. But if you will just listen and I walk people through a list of questions that, you know, talk about their talents, their gifts, their skills, their abilities. I mean, a calling will lead you clue or leave you clues. It's not like it's a mystery. And then the second letter is the word E or the letter E, and that stands for engage in your dreams. And I give people a whole list of different things that maybe they have dreamt of doing. And I don't mean, I mean, it's kind of like a buffet of dreams that you could say, you know, would make up Jody's spectacular life. You know, your spectacular life is different than David's extraordinary life, um, but it's up to you to decide what would define a spectacular life. Mm. And um, engaging in your dreams is kind of like the word or the the quote that uh, Zig Ziglar once said when he said, um, uh, motivation's like bathing. If you don't do it regularly, life begins to stink, <laughs> you know? So, you know, getting it, think about the idea of bathing in your dreams. What are the things that you dream of, Jody, that you really want to be, do, and have? And are you bathing in them? Like, are you visualizing yourself doing them? Are you looking at pictures of them? Are you researching them? Are you listening to stories of other people? Like if you wanted to play 
I don't know what the famous uh, things are with the bass guitar, but if you wanted to play this amazing instrumental of bass guitar and you really didn't necessarily know how to do it, you could probably listen to somebody else do it over and over and over again and maybe even take a course on how they did it and you would be more likely to fulfill that dream than if you just kind of left it out there and say, I'd really like to play the bass guitar well, yeah. you know? Well, I like um, the engage because engage is, is a really great way to get feedback. I mean, you know it, you know, through, again, your writing, journaling, listening, you know, you think you want to do this, but engaging is actually trying it. And yeah. I've, coached a number of people who said, you know, I thought I really wanted to be a chef and work in a restaurant. And then I did it for three months and it was the worst experience I could have imagined. I love cooking for my friends now, but I don't want to do it professionally. So yeah. I can imagine the engaging is, is a feedback loop of what do you like? What do you don't like? What, you know, what is it inspiring you more or is it not? Yeah, so, I did the whole thing with, I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I thought that that yeah. was something I really dreamt of doing because mm -hmm. I was so inspired by them. Um, but I, I started doing it and I began to be on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. And I had young kids at home and I said, mm -hmm. you know, this is that dream of being a present father and a present husband was mm -hmm. more, you know, valuable to me than to be this traveling motivator. And I yeah. said, maybe that'll come at a later time in life. So I sure. chose to delay that dream. And I just think that you know, they say that a confused mind does nothing. And so, you know, this is not a matter of hocus pocus magic of how you're going to live an extraordinary life. It's a matter of focus, focus, like getting focused and saying, Jody, what are you feeling called to do mm -hmm. and spending time with it? It's and, and I that's why I say that this process of designing an extraordinary life or spectacular life, it's a process. It's not an event. Oh, sure. You can't just do it one weekend. You could get a start but it's a process of refining almost like a sculpture because it's changing as you are discovering and engaging. And then the, the A stands for, in leader, uh, stands for agree to make hard choices. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think that I lose a lot of people. Um, you know, our brains are designed to seek the path of least resistance. You know, anytime we can, we're going to try to do the easiest thing possible. <laughs> and when people think it's hard, they think, well, I don't have the energy or motivation to do that, or I can't do that if it's hard, like learning how to play an instrument or something of that nature. Mm. That's hard to do. But if you agree to do hard things, and it doesn't mean that you have to do the hardest thing, mm -hmm. you just have to do something that's above and beyond what's usual, regular, and customary right. that's harder than what you were doing before, but not too hard that it's overwhelming. And if you do this concept called habit stacking, and if you just agree to do hard things and, you know, people say, you know, well, running a half marathon is hard to do. And I said, I do hard things. And that's how I got those medals on there. I'm not a mm -hmm. runner. I don't like mm -hmm. to run, but I wanted to, that was one of my dreams is to run a half marathon. And so I agreed to do hard things and I got the medal and I completed it. And it was something that I could say, you know what, I don't want to do more of it. But it was something that I wanted to do because it was part of my extraordinary life plan. And because I agreed to do hard things, I accomplished it. So live your calling, engage in your dreams, and agree to make hard choices. And hard choices just mean sometimes 
doing the things that we don't want to do or the things that we hate or the things that we loathe so that we can do the things that we love. Right. And you don't have to like doing them. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, I don't like eating vegetables. You don't have to like them. (laughs) You just need to eat them if you want to live a healthier lifestyle Um, or you need to find other ways to get those, you know, vitamins and minerals and all that good stuff, healthy stuff into your body. But you don't have to love to do it. Just like I didn't have to love running. I just needed to make the decision to do it. And therefore, I get the result of having done it. Yeah. So those are the first three. I don't know. Any questions on those? Uh, no, uh, they they make sense. Uh, let's. I'm curious about D. Let's go All to right. the next so, one. So the D in leader is to decide to fail your way forward. And mm. this is where I think, you know, when going back to your question, you know, why do people fail? Um, a lot of people fail because they think that failure is the opposite of success. Mm. And they stop failing. We're actually failure is the bridge to success. And if you decide to fail your way forward and a way that you fail your way forward is you look at what happened, what did I want to have happen, what's missing, and what's next. And if you Hmm. fail your way forward asking those four questions, you will fail less and succeed more. And pretty soon you start realizing that is the process is I need to agree Hmm. to do hard things. I need to fail my way forward, not fail and not learn, but to learn and ask myself, what happened? What did I want to have happen? What's missing? What do I need to do next? And that may be a process of learning and discovery in itself. Right. Um, the next E is to expand your perspective. Mm. And expanding your perspective is working with a person like you or myself. It could be reading a book. It could be listening to podcasts. It doesn't have to be a personal coach or a mastermind group, but it could be if that's a way that you feel would bring you accountability and responsibility and education and engagement and friendship and reliability, there's something about that. And that's the whole thing about beliefs is that, you know, right in the middle of the word beliefs is lie. And what most people have been lying to themselves about is that they can't live in a spectacular or an extraordinary life. So expanding your perspective and seeing all the things that you are versus focusing in on all the things that you aren't or all the things that you can't do. Perspective is Mm. huge when it comes down to achieving extraordinary things. And as you see it is how you'll do it. And if you see it as being impossible, it'll be impossible. If you see it as being possible, you'll learn how to make it possible. And then the last one is to resolve to achieve your goals. And, you know, these sound so simple, right? These are things that many of us already have heard. It's not like, wow, Dave, you you really broke some new ground here, Copernicus. Um, there's just, you know, like this is naturally stuff that's been around for years. It's just that sometimes we are looking for that magic pill or, you know, I like to say the magic that you are looking for is the work that you're not doing. It's you know, <laughs> like get to get to work on doing the things that matter, which are oftentimes directly correlated in some way, shape or form to these leader uh, leader habits. So live your calling, uh, engage in your dreams, agree to make hard choices, decide to fail forward, expand your perspective, learn, grow, be open-minded, not fixed, right? Carol Dweck has the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Having that growth mindset is crucial to living an extraordinary life. And then the last one is have some resolve, have some resoluteness that says, 
I'm going to make these goals a reality. I may not make them a reality by the deadline that I established, but I set the deadline so that I can measure my progress and I can keep myself moving forward. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I failed to do by the deadline that I set, but I kept reworking those deadlines and reworking my habits and, you know, finding the solution over right. time. Right. And and these are all great steps. Um, I like the reworking because at every step, what I and I'm sure you've run into is is challenge and everyone is different. Um, what are they having problems with feeling like they have the permission to live their calling? You know, live your calling. It's so easy and normal, natural. Do do what's passionate. But we all get stuck along the way. So um, working again with a coach, doing your own personal reading, thinking, writing what's coming up. Um, there are ways to deal with these steps that make a you know, so much sense, but really what's happening inside that's keeping you back. So I love uh, that you've given out all these um, steps for people to consider, to think about, and to move forward. So um, David, um, I would love for our listeners to know how they can get in touch with you, um, email you, ask questions. How would that, how would you suggest that? Yeah, well, first and foremost, go to yourspectacularlife.com and go look at the show notes <laughs> because I'm sure that Jody is going to put some contact information uh, on her website. So make sure you check sure. out the website. It will link so many great there. shows on there. That's going to be and that's a free resource that people can use to live their spectacular life. Um, but in Thank terms you. of uh, the resources that I have, you know, theextraordinarylife.com is the website, and it has. Um, free downloadable downloadable resources. It's really my my calling in life is to help people to uh, design and live extraordinary lives and to help them to break through and create extraordinary results. And so if I can be a resource and encouragement um, or just a uh, another person out there, you know, all the stuff that I put out there has more stories about my my journey and how I've overcome some of these things or how I've helped other people to adopt these habits and uh, would love to just be an encouragement to anybody out there that wants to design and live an extraordinary or spectacular life. Great. Well, that's great. So once again, um, the extraordinary life is extraordinarylife.com. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, David, you know, I'm 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 taking away so many things. I love the way you um, have explained how people can live their dreams, live extraordinarily. And it all seems, what I like about this, it all seems like it's in their reach to do that. You know, it's all in your reach. It's, you've just got to, you know, work for it, have some discomfort along the way, and uh, keep going. So that's great. Thank you so much for being on this show. And um, have a great day. Thanks so much, Jody. Great. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people.
want more, visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.